What is up, everyone? We are back for another round of college football DFS here. Hopefully, everyone had a good week last week. Uh, I did profited. Uh, it was a, I thought a pretty uh, stellar week. It was uh, bittersweet, though. I felt it could have been incredible, and I had a chance to take down a few tournaments on DraftKings, but. Uh, when both of your quarterbacks, uh, Bryce Young and Dylan Gabriel, on the same team go down, uh, it's not ideal. So, uh, But the lineup itself was pretty awesome. Um, I think I finished in the top 20, even with both of those guys going out. So it sucks. Uh, you know, you kind of learn from it, I guess. Uh, but nonetheless, I think it just secured my thoughts. Not only do you profit, but you know, we're on the right process, right? We're on the right games. We're on the right players. Uh, hopefully we can maintain that every week, but uh, it was good to see. Um, so kind of back to it here in week six already, which is just absolutely wild to think about. Uh, talking about the morning slate here uh, or not morning, uh, early afternoon slate for some of you on the East Coast, but uh, we've got a massive one here, guys. We've got 14 game slate. Um, I will go ahead and touch on it as always, kind of the big picture breakdown of the slate. I'll talk about some of the games uh, that I have interest in, where I think there's some matchups we can exploit, uh, talking about uh, quarterbacks, uh, one-offs. I'll talk about stacks, running backs, receivers. I'm going to get into everything here. I try to keep it under half an hour for everybody. Um, just to give a really good synopsis and where I think I'm pointing my arrows and hopefully you guys can tell uh, definitely do your own research, dive in, dig in a little bit more. Things to always change. I'm not perfect, but hopefully this gives you a good sense of where you could go uh, here this Saturday. Real quick, just as a reminder, we are brought to you by Manscaped. That is manscaped.com. Um, we are super lucky to have these guys on board. If you um, are looking for any of the male grooming products that are out there, razors, trimmers, nose hair trimmers, uh, deodorants, everything. Uh, they've got it all, man. Uh, these guys are absolutely awesome. Uh, our promo code for manscaped.com is uh, zone20. So zone20 at manscaped gets you 20% off, free shipping worldwide. Um, it's pretty amazing just the technology on some of these things now. Not only are they super safe, they don't cut you. Uh, they have a little, they have a light on it now. So if you're trimming, um, in the bathroom or in some kind of hard to reach spots, uh, it's much easier to see what you're doing, see what's going on. I promise you guys, after you're watching, you know, uh, 15 hours straight of college football this Saturday, at least do something nice and clean up for the lady. Come on, just do it. Uh, but yeah, if you guys are in the market or looking again, 20% off at manscaped.com. Free shipping with the code ZONE20. Again, ZONE20, 20% off. Cool. Let's rock and roll here. Um, again, going back to the 14-game slate. Whew, let me try to rattle off. I'm going to rattle off some of the ones I have interest in, okay? Uh, I'm not going to hit on everything. I'll bore you guys. Tennessee at LSU. Tennessee's a three-point road favorite, 61 and a half over under. We've got Arkansas at Mississippi State, 62 and a half over under. Uh, Mississippi State is eight-point favorite here. TCU at Kansas. Game day is in Kansas. This thing is going to be hopping uh, as much as it can in Kansas. Uh, but TCU is a seven-point favorite uh, on the road, which is pretty wild. 
Texas at Oklahoma, uh, the Red River rivalry is back. Uh, Texas is a seven-point road favorite. Uh, well, I shouldn't say road favorite, neutral site game, but 65 and a half over under. We know we would like to target those games in the 60s. Michigan at Indiana, it's right on the cusp there at 59. Uh, Michigan's a big three-touchdown favorite. Same thing in this Purdue-Maryland game, 59 and a half. Uh, UC, UCLA is hosting Utah. It's a 64 uh, over under. Utah's a four-point road favorite. A lot of road favorites this week, which is kind of interesting. Texas Tech, 69 and a half over under at Oklahoma State. Uh, State and the Cowboys are a, are a nine and a half point favorite here. So those are probably the best games I should. Well, Ohio State at Michigan, 64 over under. Ohio State's a 26 point favorite on the road. Washington, same thing, road favorite, 57 and a half uh, over ASU. So. I mean, the one thing that just jumps out, which is, again, just really interesting this week, is a lot of road favorites. Um, college football we've seen, I mean, this year almost as much as maybe more than any other year is it's just the ultimate parody, right? The minute you think you have a beat on the slate, the minute you think you have a beat on a team or what you think is going to happen, uh, the unpredictable happens, which is why we love college football, which also makes it kind of tough to project <laughs> DFS. So. Getting to it, um, there are some teams here, favorites that I do like, but keep in mind, like, I do think there's opportunities on the slate to take underdogs because we're seeing here a lot of road favorites, again, a lot of high over-unders, and basically my point being is, like, if that's truly what's going to happen in these games, um, I think there's opportunities for home dogs to put up points, keep things close, or potentially have upsets, so... I'm going to go through here uh, some of my favorite teams, but just keep an eye on teams like LSU, uh, Kansas. Um, let's see. Uh, who's another one? UCLA. Um, just some of these games, like it's just kind of interesting how this thing is looking. So um, I think there's some teams here that are pretty, pretty lifeless as well. So it's not a perfect formula, but all right. Besides the point, let's rock and roll. Favorite stacks. Uh, I have – Probably pretty clear in a way, Ohio State at the top. Uh, C.J. Stroud, he gets a completely mushy defense in Michigan State who has gotten waxed uh, all year long. He should absolutely tear the thing up. Uh, they have an implied team total of 44 uh, this weekend. I mean, everything is lining up and set up to just be a massacre uh, on Saturday. So, I don't know how you don't like C.J. Stroud. The only question is, can you afford him? Are you going to pair him up? Are you just going to go all in on this? Or are you going to get some bits and pieces? Um, Currently, Ohio State is the 18th ranked offense in terms of passing yards in the country. Michigan State is 115 uh, as far as ranking giving up passing yards. So, again, guys, this just lines up to be an incredible spot. Um, I don't know how – like. You got to be really, you got to be really confident in your play if you're going to fade this one. Uh, just saying that. Uh, you have Jackson Smith Najiba. Uh, he's questionable Saturday, uh, but I don't know, man. He's burned me a few times when he's going to play. They think he's ready. He comes in, he, he runs a few plays or he plays a few series, and they take him out. Uh, especially if they're up like 14, 17, uh, nothing early. So this one makes me nervous, uh, being totally honest. He is a guy. We've seen it before. He has slight, slight breaking opportunities uh, and skill set. But 
I don't know. The, the, the injury worries me until I know. Um, until I know for sure he's ready to rock and roll. Marvin Harrison Jr., I think, is the number one play in this game. And then you've got Abuga. Uh, if, especially if Jackson misses, he's an absolute dynamite play at 6,700. Those are the two pairing options. You could go to other other guys. There's a lot of people that could eat in this game. I mean, I think very easily they're going to – they could score 50-plus here uh, for Ohio State. So, yeah, I, I think they have to be considered as a top stack no matter who you are uh, unless you're absolutely willing to fade chalk and you think you can get, you know, a few games that are going to shoot out and be lower owned. So that's kind of the play here. Um, going down, probably outside of Ohio State, my favorite stacking option this week is going to be Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is a nine and a half, 10 point favorite at home. The over under is about 70 is what we're looking at. Um, I mean, Texas Tech just gets in in shootouts, right? Like that's just what they do. Uh, every game they play is high scoring. Spencer Sanders at 8,000 has been fantastic this year. Uh, they have a good running game, but it's not great. They have definitely shifted to more of a passing attack with the veteran there behind, uh, behind center. Um, so, Again, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks on the slate, probably my favorite at 8K, and you get two stacking options, which are cheap. Uh, Braden Johnson, they finally pulled his price up from last week, 5,600. Um, he's the number one receiver for Oklahoma State with Brennan Presley behind him, seeing about six targets a game from Presley uh, at 5,100. So you could very easily go a Sanders, Johnson, Presley stack. If you want to bring it back, you can. Uh, maybe even, which we'll talk to here in a second, one of my favorite kind of things is to bring it back with just a Donovan Smith uh, naked stack. Uh, you could just, especially if price misses or he's banged up, you don't know what you're going to get there. Uh, but we should see some fireworks here uh, in Stillwater on Saturday. Uh, moving on, Washington. Uh, ho, or the, sorry, uh, where is it? Washington goes to Arizona State. So they go out to the desert. I think this is a really good bounce back stack for Michael Penix. He's 8,500, so he is expensive, but he's been pretty dang consistent. Uh, even in last week's loss to UCLA, he had a great game uh, in terms of fantasy goes. He's uh, gone over 300 yards per game. The, the team totals 35 points here for Washington. Uh, you've got a few receivers that are really awesome stacking options for him with Rome Adunzi, uh, Jalen McMillan. And you could take a flyer on Jalen Polk, which I'm going to, but you've got three very clear receiving options here. Uh, Rome has been absolutely tearing it up lately, leading the team in targets. He's at 7,200. Jalen McMillan at 6,200. He's out there all the time, starting receiver. Uh, he just hasn't been absolutely dominating the last couple of weeks where that's kind of gone to Rome. So he very much, for $1,000 less, could be the guy this weekend. Um very easily. And we've seen Jalen Polk at 4,500 have ceiling games that get you to 25, 35 points on DraftKings. So at 4,500, I think it's definitely worth a shot there. Um, as we know, uh, Arizona State, coach is already fired. It's a 60-point spread. Washington's on the road. Washington has a third-ranked passing offense in yardage. ASU 66 on defense. Like, Washington should blast them here. Uh, so I think this is a really good spot. To, again, it's get right game for Washington. They got to get in the win column here in the Pac-12. And that's where I'm uh, leaning there. So top three, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, Washington. We're going down the list here. Uh, Utah, I like this one a lot. Cam Rising, I think he's the play versus UCLA. Uh, the Bruins have been pretty stout versus the run so far this year. Um, and I think Rising could absolutely carry this team. Um 
both on the ground, throwing, everything. It sucks that they, they lost their number one receiver in Kuthi. Actually, tight end, but you know what I mean. Uh, but they've got Devon Vele, who is kind of taking over that number one role for them. And then Dalton Kincaid uh, could be one of the top options with Kuthi out. So Cam Rising, 7,900. Vele, 74. Kincaid at 4,400 are three really good options. Again, uh, on the road at UCLA, it's a 64 and a half over under. We saw UCLA Friday night on national television. They look pretty good, man. DTR is a good player. He's a fifth year senior. He's not going to be overwhelmed in this one. He's not going to be, um, you know, he's not going to be overwhelmed. Uh, so as good as Utah is where I think Utah wins this game, I think UCLA gives them uh, all they can handle here. And I think this one shoots out quite a bit, to be honest. Um, Moving on, Tennessee, Hendon Hooker at 8,100. I mean, I, you just can't ignore this guy. Like, every single week, he just absolutely goes off. Uh, he's It's a 33-team total. They're averaging 30 points a game. Uh, he's a dual-threat guy. I know he's missing his top we- weapon, Tillman, but that hasn't really mattered for them. Um, obviously, it would help, but I think this guy is pretty matchup-proof at this point. And, I, you know, LSU doesn't really scare me. Um their passing defense is 26 in the country. I get it, but you're going to mix in some games against like Auburn um, and some other ones where like, I just don't, I think that the numbers are a little bit skewed there. Um, Tennessee being a three point favorite is very important because again, not a lot of teams go into death Valley as favorites. Uh, This is a day game. So you're not going to get that crazy night environment down in new Orleans. However, I did see, uh, the beer lines and they'll be selling alcohol at like 7 a.m. on Saturday. So whether it's night or day, I expect that place to be pretty loud. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the Vols are just a better team, a more complete team. LSU's been playing better. Um, but yeah, I, I just like this one, man. I, I think they've got all the makings uh, for this to even pop off a little bit. Although I'll talk about it. I'm a little bit hesitant to go to Jaden Daniels. Uh I know they're, everyone's talking it up. They're saying he's going to open it up. He may get loose this weekend. I just can't trust it till I see it. Um, I think the LSU receivers have been just okay. Daniels has been just okay. I just don't think they're quite as talented as Tennessee right now. So I'm going with the balls. I'm going with Hooker. Jalen Hyatt at 6,900. He's the number one in this offense with Tillman out. And then you got our boy, Brew McCoy, 5,700. He had a big game versus Florida. Should be very, very involved here with Tillman out. There's rumors that potentially Tillman could play. Be cautious there. Make sure you're updating on that, looking at it. If Tillman plays, I, you know, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to him, but it does complicate things in terms of stacking. I still think you're very much possible. You can definitely still uh, play Hendon Hooker, no doubt about it, but it becomes a little bit trickier, obviously, on who to stack with because uh, you just don't know how healthy he is. So, um, all right, let's see. Moving on. So those are kind of my favorite stacks. Ohio State, Oklahoma State, Washington, Utah, Tennessee. I think you could consider, if you want to get wild this weekend, Aiden O'Connell, too. Uh, he's got a very clear option uh, with Charlie Jones for Purdue. They are passing the ball 67% of the time, which is what we want to hear in fantasy. And Aiden O'Connell is super cheap, 6K. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets some ownership here. And a lot of people will look to go Ohio State stack with Purdue um, because it just makes too much sense. But just keep an eye on it. Um, You know, obviously, I'm trying to get more information as far as his ownership goes. But I could see that being a very popular build this weekend. 
Um, few other guys to consider as far as just like run back options, uh, quarterback options where you're not necessarily going to pair them or stack them. UCLA, I talked about it. DTR, 7,800. He's expensive. I think he's the ultimate GPP play because he has massive, massive upside. Very similar to the next guy I'm going to talk about, Mississippi State with Will Rogers. They just run an offense where it's very, very tough to predict who the targets are going to go to and who is going to have the big game. So for me personally, I'm not going to risk blowing up my lineup by playing, you know, a receiver or two who potentially could get one point. I'm just not going to do it. I'll go play safer options in the price range that I'm looking at that I know is going to get me consistent and solid targets and, and, uh, and it's part of the offense. Um, but yeah, when you're rolling out, you know, a seven, eight receiver rotation set, like it's really tough to pin down who you want to play. So I just prefer not to do it because <laughs> if you guess wrong, nothing kills your day, like being on the right stack altogether, right quarterback, right pieces around them. And the receiver you chose is not the guy that goes off. It's the guy who was a hundred dollars less and he goes and blows up the slate. So I'm just going to avoid it. That's why I say these are kind of my naked quarterback options. DTR for UCLA, Will Rogers for Mississippi State. I think both guys are in excellent spots. Will Rogers, 300 yards, three touchdowns is his average game this year. Again, I just can't trust which receiver is going to do it. So uh, I love those two. I think you have to consider Max Dugan after what he did last week uh, to Oklahoma. He should be in a really good spot here as well. Um, They're a seven-point road favorite at Kansas, um, 67 and a half over under. Very similar. Um, I guess Darius Davis is a guy you could pair up with him. Um, a lot of people like Quentin Johnston. I, of course, I love him. I think he's an amazing talent. He, Everyone talking like he's a first-round draft pick this year coming up. Uh, but there's no explanation why he's four games in getting seven, eight DraftKings points a week. Um, I can't pay that price for him. I, I would love to see it. I would love for him to become the main wide receiver one, but it's just not happening. So, Again, kind of going back to, again, game theory-wise, like I'm just not going to force it. So um, not when you have guys up in that price range that, or you know, running backs in that price range you could go to with consistent bell cow work every weekend. So the last guy I'll talk about, Donovan Smith at Texas Tech at 7,000. I think you can very much consider fast-paced game, 2019 total. He's averaging 30 DraftKings points a game. Obviously, if Miles Price is out, that sucks. That's his number one option. Uh, you could potentially adjust, you know, some projections if that happens, but he's still in a really good spot. I play him almost every week just because his rushing upside and he's just going to get you again, 25, 30 points like every week. So Donovan Smith at 7k, I think is a really good play as well. Um, so yeah, DTR, Will Rogers, Max Duggan and Donovan Smith are my four like naked quarterback options going down real quick. I'll try to run through running backs. Uh, it, if you could get there, it's B. John Robinson with the bullet. Uh, he has a 20-point floor, as we've seen in every game this year. In my opinion, this is just, there's no stats behind this. All right, this is just my gut play. Uh, this is going to be his last Red River uh, rivalry shootout, whatever you want to call it. He gets a beaten and battered Oklahoma team who's wounded walking into this game. I think this could be like his Mona Lisa game uh, that he looks back on his college career and goes, that was the one people like remember for. I don't see why it wouldn't. Oklahoma can't stop the run. Uh, Well, I can't really stop anything. But now you get the game's best player in an absolute smash spot here. Uh, Yeah, go up to Bijan this week, I think, if you can afford him. 
Below that, Braylon Allen, he's in a good spot for Wisconsin. I think this, again, is a good like, bounce-back spot. Wisconsin fired their coach this week, which is surprising everybody. But I'll be honest, I mean, he again, he's in a really good spot. I wouldn't crush you for playing him. Um, I think, let's see, look, let's look at it. Yeah, I mean, Northwestern has a, you know, a bottom 50 rushing defense in the country. So, but I, if I'm just going up to this price range, I'm just going to Bichon. That's just how I'm going to play it this week. Blake Corum always in play for Michigan at 7,900. I do think with Edwards coming back, I'm a little bit concerned that he's going to start losing some touches, especially with kind of the heart of Michigan's uh, schedule coming up. Um, they probably won't need him for a full 30 touches this week. So um, I'll touch on that a little bit lower. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, I mean, UCLA is in a tough matchup. UC, uh, Utah has a really good defense, but you cannot ignore his volume and his skill set. Um, he's going to get 25, 30 touches most likely in this game. If they, what we think is going to not gonna be able to run as much, but it's going to be more of a passing, uh, types like feel and flow to the game. I mean, we're talking five to 10 targets for Charbonnet out of the backfield right there. You're at DraftKings points, right? If he catches all of them. So he's in a, it's, it's tough to ignore him, even though the matchup, uh, here's a guy I talked about last week, Quinshawn Judkins. I, I think he's slowly overtaking my boy, Zach Evans, as the number one running back at Ole Miss. They're both going to get it, uh, shares. They're both going to get touches. Zach Evans is not totally healthy. It was pretty apparent last week. And Judkins is absolutely the real deal. Uh, he's 6.2 yards per attempt this season. They're facing a terrible rushing defense. Uh, let me just uh, pull that up and where that is. Yes, uh, Ole Miss is a the number five rushing offense in the country with yardage, and Vandy is a bottom 50. So do the math. I think Judkins could have a monster weekend uh, on or a monster day on Saturday uh, at 6,400 is a great price. Raheem Sanders you can consider for Arkansas. Very good player. I'm a little worried if they don't have K.J. Jefferson, what that means for the whole team in general. So I'm probably going to avoid that. Kendra Miller for TCU. He's been going off lately, 100 yards per game. I recommended him last week. We're back. His price is up a little bit, but that's okay. Donovan Edwards is the guy that I think is a really good low uh, low price GPP option. I'm going to have some here. I think he's just way too explosive. Uh, obviously, played last week. He came out of it with a touchdown. He didn't get a whole lot of work, but the most important thing is like he came out of that game healthy. Uh, there was no reports of him like, you know, re-injuring himself or going back on the shelf. So he's only going to get integrated into this offense more. Uh, 4,600, I, I think he could be in line for, um, you know, a multi-touchdown game here. Uh, and then if you're dropping all the way down, if you need some savings, um, Josh Williams for LSU at 3,000. 17 touches last week. Even uh, Brian Kelly said this week, he's been the guy for us this week uh, or this year. The price is too good to pass up for those amount of touches, even if it regresses a little bit. And we drop down to like the 12 to 15 touch range, let's say. Again, at 3K, like 10, 12 points and you're smashing. So he does not need a lot. He gets into the end zone one time for and rushes for 25 yards. Like you are absolutely in the money. So Josh Williams, 3K, I think he's someone you got to consider. I don't know if he's uh, quite in the like 100% you got to lock him in category, but he's a damn good play this week. I'm curious to see how popular he'll be. Um, and then kind of just wrapping things up just for some receivers. Uh, we talked about the Ohio State game and Utah game. Um, some guys that I don't have included in my stacks that I mentioned. Um, Brock Bowers for Georgia. They're in a good spot. They should um, – 
you know, take uh, Auburn behind the woodshed here this weekend. Uh, 7,100. He's number one in that offense. Best tight end in the country. Uh, very possible he goes multi-touchdown here. Charlie Jones, 12 targets a game. Just ridiculous. He should bounce back and have a pretty good game here for Purdue. He's 7K. Uh, let's see. I mentioned Darius Davis as an option potentially for TCU. Xavier Worthy is a guy that can always absolutely just take the top off and break the slate. I think he had an amazing game on Saturday, if I uh, recall. Two multi-touchdowns. Quinn Ewers coming back, but I've told you I'm going uh, Bijan in this game if I'm going there. Um, Will Shepard for Vanderbilt at 5,600 is a really good play. He's averaging nine targets a game, 5,600 this week. Um, Jay Sean Jones from Maryland. You've got Reed from Michigan State at both at 4,900. Jeray Jenkins, 4,700. Cam Brown at 35 for UCLA. And then if Miles Price misses, you've got – uh, white for Texas Tech at 3400 as kind of the layup uh, cheap option. So that pretty much wraps it up, everyone. That is kind of my player pool, uh, slate breakdown, stacks I like. Feel free to D, you know hit me up on Twitter or drop comments in YouTube where I can interact with you guys. Uh, if you have any questions leading up, um, 1v1 questions, whatever it might be. Um, I, I've loved doing that recently leading up to kicks. So Definitely hit me up on there or, again, follow me and hit me up on Twitter. Uh, our handles are below. I'm right there in the middle. And that's pretty much it. So good luck this weekend. Be sure to subscribe to the channel or if you're listening on podcasts, give us a thumbs up. Uh, subscribe to that. It really helps us. Obviously, the more we can build, the more we can add to our channel and everything, the more content we can bring you guys. So uh, that does it. Until next time, 